today to give thanks unto the Lord, to sing praises unto his name and to worship him in this place, wherever you are in your homes and those who are listening online and through Facebook. Praise God that you're able to join us and we give you a warm welcome to Chippenham Christian Fellowship online service. And may you be blessed just by the, the, the worship and the receiving of God's word this morning. And we're just going to go straight into the word of God this morning. Um, I've chosen John chapter 4 to be the passage that uh, we look at this morning. And I just want to encourage you with this, this uh, story of Jesus um, when he was with us on this planet. And uh, when he was um, in the midst of his ministry... Uh, he had chosen his disciples, and he had gone, uh, as the Bible says, I must go through Samaria. So we pick up the story where Jesus has gone to Jacob's well, an ancient well uh, made of rock, built into the bedrock, a very, very deep well. And he's there, he's been on a journey, and he's arrived at about the sixth hour, and he's hot and thirsty and ready for a drink. So you notice this, there is a woman also coming to the well. The disciples are going into town to get some lunch. And Jesus said, I'm just going to stay here. Of course, this was a divine appointment. It wasn't just, uh, you know, Jesus decided I'm too tired to go into town. This was a divine appointment. This is, this is when, you know, you understand that the Holy Spirit is leading Jesus to, to specific appointments. And God will do the same in our lives. He will lead us to particular places and to particular people at particular times. And this is one such occasion where Jesus is out, and uh, here he is at the well, he's thirsty. So he says to the woman, who's also come down to the well to draw some water, he says, please give me a drink. And so he's asking her for a glass of water, he's thirsty. And uh, she said, you know, it's, it's strange, why are you talking to me? I'm a Samaritan, you're a Jewish person, you're a Jewish man. Why are you talking to me? Why are we having this connection? And uh, she doesn't understand that this is a divine appointment. And sometimes in our lives, we don't understand that God just suddenly turns up, doesn't he? Suddenly just God can just turn up in a moment, in a split second, suddenly he's there. She doesn't know she's talking to the Messiah. She doesn't know she's talking to Jesus. She hasn't got a clue who he is or what this is about. Um, and this is a strange occasion. This is, this is like, what are you doing here? I'm a Samaritan. You're a Jew. We don't connect together. But Jesus had a plan. Jesus had a purpose. And um, Jesus is basically saying to her, look, um, I'm not just after water. If I give you the water of life, you will no longer thirst for things in your life. Now, I want to tell you a little story. When I lived in Africa, when I was a little boy probably four or five years old. Uh, we used to watch television. This is back in the days in Zambia, when we lived in Zambia, as it used to be known, northern Rhodesia. And uh, we used to get television, I think about five o'clock in the evening, black and white TV, that's all we had. Uh, but we had a TV, and I used to watch a program, and it was a program about a little boy who loved to swim with the dolphins. And uh, the story, uh, the uh, cartoon or the, uh, the actual program showed this little boy. He loved to swim with the, with the dolphins, but he couldn't swim with them too long underwater because he couldn't have the, the lung capacity. But he had this secret 
um, tablet that he used to take. And when he took the tablet, it enabled him to go into the water and to swim with the dolphins for however long he wanted. He could go underwater for an hour, two hours, half a day, however long he wanted to be with the dolphins. And this was really exciting for a little boy, four or five years old. I thought, this is great. I probably tried a lot of different sweets and tablets to try and get the occasion, but it didn't work for me. And uh, it wasn't a good thing to do, probably trying out some different sweets, but uh, you know, it was, it was, not, it was not working. I didn't, get, I didn't get the experience. I didn't get the uh, experience other than the fact that my lungs expanded and I was able to probably hold my, my uh, breath a little bit longer for another 30 seconds or so. But I didn't get the tablet, but I did get the water that Jesus is talking about. Now Jesus is saying that, and of course no such tablet exists, uh, just for those who are wondering of a younger nature, no such tablet exists. Um, we're not able to do that as human beings. But Jesus is saying to the woman at the well, he's saying to her, look, um, you know, you're offering me a physical water. I'm now telling you that the water that I give to you is the water of life. And if you drink this water, you will no longer thirst again. And so she says to Jesus, well, give me this water so that I won't have to keep coming to the well. She's actually thinking that Jesus has got some secret potion. He's got some secret gallon of water somewhere that if she drinks this, she won't have to keep coming to the well. Every day they used to have to go down to the well, get fresh water, feed the animals, feed themselves, drink and be refreshed. And she said, just give me this water, Jesus, and I won't have to keep coming to the well. And Jesus says this to her. He says, look, if you get this water, right, if you drink this water that I'm giving you, is the water of life is going to spring up in, in you as the gift of eternal life. If you drink this water, this, this, this beautiful water that I'm giving to you, you won't have to ever thirst again. And she says, give me this water. Well, praise God, Jesus is offering this water today. And so she said, give me the water. And Jesus says, go and call your husband. So it's quite an interesting story, isn't it? Because she's asking, give me the water. And he's saying, go and call your husband. Seems like a bit of a strange answer, doesn't it? But sometimes... Jesus is trying to get our attention onto our problems so we can sort our problems and so that we can receive the solution. Well, she says, I don't have a husband. And then Jesus says to her, the fact is you've had five husbands and the man you're now with is no longer or is not your husband. So you've had five husbands and now the man you're with is not your husband. You're right in saying, I have no husband. So she said, I perceive that you are a prophet. Well, it doesn't take too much uh, intelligence to realize that Jesus was receiving supernatural wisdom on behalf of this woman. And this is how God operates, friends. He gives us wisdom and insight into people's lives. Jesus has got insight into our lives and he also gives us insight and understanding 
as, as his people into other people's lives. God may give you a word of knowledge like this. God may give you some understanding into somebody's life, some information that is accurate, some information so that you can speak to them. She said, I can see that you are a prophet. Well, Jesus could see right into her life. He had seen every husband she had been with. She had seen every relationship she had had. The fact is she was trying to satisfy her soul with relationships. And so many people try to do that. They go from one relationship to another. They get bored. They go to another relationship. They go from one thing to another. Trying to find fulfillment. Well, she didn't find fulfillment with her first husband. She didn't find fulfillment with her second husband. So she went on to the third and the fourth and even the fifth. Sounds like some people in our world today, doesn't it? You know, they're never happy no matter what relationship they're in. She's now with, in a relationship with a man who is not her husband. But she's trying to find the water of life. She's trying to find fulfillment. And that is what everybody is looking for in life. Everybody's looking for fulfillment. Everybody is looking for the water of life. And they're just looking for it in the wrong places. You know, it might not be chasing women. It might not be chasing another husband. It might be chasing the next, uh, you know, the, the latest car. It might be chase, chasing the latest house. Or, or a bigger and better house, or a bigger and better car, or a bigger and better salary. People have all sorts of ways of trying to find fulfillment in their life. They're looking for something that will satisfy their soul. Somebody once said that there is a God-shaped hole in your heart that only God can fill. It's like trying to put a triangle into a round hole. It's never going to work. If, if you've got a, a triangular shape in your heart, you need to fill it with something triangular. We've got a God-shaped hole in our heart that we need to find fulfillment. And so going back to the story, she's saying, give me this water so that I don't have to keep coming here. And Jesus speaks into her life and he says to her, you know, you've had five husbands and the man you are with is actually not your husband. So, uh, she, Jesus is saying to her, you know, you are a Samaritan, we are a Jew, we know how to worship, you don't, you don't know what you're worshipping, but I'm going to give you this gift of life. I'm going to show you how you can be satisfied. And Jesus begins to talk about worship. Almost seems strange, but... The woman is now going to go back and get her husband. But before she goes, Jesus starts to talk about worship. And I want to read these few verses to you in John chapter 4. Okay, John chapter 4. And we pick up the story here. So it's John chapter 4 and verse 17. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you've had five husbands and the man, <coughs> man you now have <coughs> excuse me, is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. So she could see that Jesus was a man of God. 
She could see that he was a prophet of God. And she's trying to say, but you know, our relatives worship on this mountain. And this is Jesus' response. He says, Jesus declared, believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus declared, I who speak to you am he. Here is a woman, friends, who hasn't got a clue who she's talking to at the well. She hasn't got a clue that she's coming out day after day to get the water, to go back to another relationship, to go to the water, to go back to another relationship, to go back. You know, it's like people say, eat, sleep, work, repeat. You know, she's going through the motions of life. She hasn't got a clue that suddenly God is going to turn up in her life. She's not looking for God. She's not looking for Jesus. She's not looking for a prophet. She's not looking for the Messiah. She's just coming for some straightforward water so she can feed her family, feed her flocks or whatever she has so that she can be satisfied in a physical sense. Jesus turns up on the scene. And isn't this just like Jesus? To surprise us and to turn up on our doorstep when we never expected him to turn up. This happened in my life when I lived in Zimbabwe and I was far away from God, so far as you can imagine, deep in sin and far away from Jesus. Suddenly, Jesus turned up in a garden and started speaking to me. This is incredible, isn't it? I wasn't looking for him. I wasn't pursuing him. I'm in the garden. I'm out of my head. I'm far away from Jesus. Suddenly, Jesus turns up in the garden and he starts speaking to me. Now, I didn't see him physically, but I knew it was God. I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And God started challenging me and saying to me, Keith, sort your life out. Because I did believe in God, but I also was just doing my own thing. I believed in Jesus Christ. I was brought up to believe in God. But I was far away from God, far away from Jesus. And suddenly here is Jesus meeting me in a garden. Could you ever imagine that you were not looking for something and you find it? It's like you're just walking around in your garden and suddenly you find, you know, hidden treasure that's worth 10 million pounds. Suddenly, something just happens in your life. This is the way of God, friends. Suddenly, God can just turn up in your life. Like Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. They started praising God. They'd been put into prison for casting out an evil spirit. They started praising God and thanking God. Suddenly, God sent an earthquake. God turned up in the prison. All the shackles came off and all the prisoners got set free. God turned up in a prison just because they were singing his praises. 
just because they were thanking him. God is the God of surprises, friends. And he is going to surprise you. He's going to turn up in your life sometimes when you never expect him. He's just going to be right round the corner just waiting for you saying, Hi, here I am. I've turned up in your life. And when Jesus turns up, friend, something radical is going to happen inside of you. He's going to give you the water of life. Now the Bible tells us that the lady, the woman, went back into the town and she said, Come and meet a man who told me everything about my life. Come and meet somebody. Is this the Messiah? Come and meet this person who told me everything about my life. You see, Jesus knows everything about you. He knows everything about us, where we've been, what we've done, what we've done yesterday, what we've done when, when we were uh, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. He knows every detail of our lives. He can look straight into our eyes. He can look straight into our soul. He says, I know exactly who you are, where you've been, what you've done, and yet he still loves us. Isn't that incredible? That when God saw me in that garden, out of my head, far away from him, he turned up in the garden. When he turned up in the garden, he totally changed my life. He totally transformed my life. I wasn't asking for it. I wasn't looking for it. But he turned up. That day, my life changed and totally transformed my life. When I invited Jesus Christ into my life, I said, Lord, forgive me for what I've done. Come into my life and let me live for you. Totally transformed, totally changed person. Didn't want to do the things I used to do. Didn't want to go to the places I used to go. I just had found the water of life. And friends, when you find the water of life, you find that he satisfies your soul. That he leads you to quiet waters. And he restores your soul. What you've been looking for all your life is everybody's looking for something. But when you find the water of life, and you begin to drink that water of life, that is the water of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be satisfied because you'll be satisfied because God comes in with the water of life and the Bible says that water of life will spring up unto eternal life. You won't look for the things you used to look for. You won't chase the things you used to chase because now you feel complete as a person. Only Jesus can do that. Only he can make you feel satisfied. Only he can make you feel so good on the inside. You know, so many people are dissatisfied with life. So many people are disillusioned even right now with life. So many people have lost hope because they don't have the water of life, friends. We need the water of life. We need the Lord Jesus Christ to be poured into us so we can receive him and we can be satisfied and we can feel the blessings of the Lord. God never designed you to be on your own. He created you for fellowship with him. Man separated himself from God because of our sin. But Jesus Christ took our sin on the cross so that we could come into fellowship with God. We could receive the love of God. We could receive the water of life and be forgiven and all our sins can be washed away isn't that good news friends all of our sins can be washed away all we've got to do is ask god lord please forgive me ask him to forgive you 
Ask him to give you the water of life. Say, Lord, I'm dissatisfied with my life. I'm dissatisfied with my soul. I'm not happy. So many people have a little bit of happiness, but they don't have real joy. They don't have deep, lasting joy. God can bring happiness and lasting joy in your life. You don't have to go to endless parties. You don't have to be taking endless things to make you happy. You are happy because Christ has poured his water of life. He's come into you by his spirit. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he is satisfying your soul. So you won't have to look for things anymore. You will have found the greatest treasure of all. You will have found Jesus and he will have satisfied your soul. So when we see that the woman goes back to the town, says, come and meet somebody who has ever told me everything about my life. They came to see Jesus, and they believed because of her testimony. But not only that, but it says they also believed because of Jesus' words. And it says that Jesus spent two days in that town telling them about God telling them about life, telling them about eternity. And many of those people believed as well. They came to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and they were able to testify, this is the savior of the world. This is the person we've been looking for. This is the one who gives us the water of life. I don't know what you've been trying, friend, whether you've been trying other things, whether you've been pursuing things to try and satisfy your life. I want to say to you that Jesus is the only person who can truly satisfy your soul. He is the only person who can truly satisfy your life. When Jesus comes in, sin goes out. When Jesus comes in, you are going to feel the joy of the Lord. You're going to feel the joy of salvation. You know, there is the man at the gate, beautiful. He had been lame for a long time, maybe 40 years. He'd been lying there at the gate, beautiful, just before they would go into the temple, just before the Jews would go in at three in the afternoon and, and spend an hour of prayer and an hour of worship before the Lord. There is the man, and, and he's been lying there paralyzed for a long time. He cannot move his joints, and he has been in this position for a long time. And he cries out to, to Peter and John. And he says to the disciples, he says, give me some money. I need some money. You know, we've all met those people on the streets who cry out for money. And they say, silver and gold, I don't have. But what I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to rise up and walk. The Bible says, the man stood up and began walking and leaping and praising God. Isn't that awesome what Jesus can do? Is that what we have, we give unto you. We're giving you Jesus today. We're giving you fresh legs. We're giving you a miracle today. What we have is Christ in us, the hope of glory. And we pass him on to you. We give you Jesus Christ. And Jesus works the miracle and God does a sign and a wonder right there on the street. He's walking and leaping and praising God. Friends, when Jesus Christ comes into your life, you will walk and you will leap and you will praise God for the joy that he puts in you. There are so many people depressed today. There are so many people discouraged. 
There are so many people looking for answers, even in the midst of this virus. And I promise you, friends, Jesus Christ is the answer for the situation you're in right now, for that discouragement, for that heaviness, for that affliction, for that depression, for that poverty of soul, for that hopelessness, thinking, do I have to keep going on like this? Open up your heart and receive Christ. Open up your heart and receive the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Amen. You will be saved and you will be in the kingdom of God and you will feel the joy of the Lord. You will have the joy of salvation. You will have the peace of God. You will feel like a different person. You will walk and you will leap and you will praise God. For those of us who were outside of the kingdom, sometimes I used to look, look in to church or look at those people who become Christians. I just think they're crazy. Look at them lifting their hands. Look at them dancing. Look at them shouting, celebrating. I think they're crazy religious people. Well, friends, I'm one of those people today. That's right. Jesus puts the joy inside. You just can't help but lift your hands. You can't help but just move your feet and walk and leap and praise God. God turns us into different people. What we were, the misery we had, what we were in, in skulking around in our sin, suddenly you become the righteousness of God in Christ. He makes you a new person. If anybody is in Christ, he is a new person. The old is gone. All the old filth is gone. And Christ puts a new heart in you. He puts a new joy. He, he puts a joy in your step. He puts a new spirit and a new heart in you. So you can celebrate and you too can lift your hands and rejoice before the Lord. Our God, friends, is a good God. He wants you to celebrate Him and enjoy Him. As the chief catechism of the church says, God created us to enjoy Him, is, is to have fellowship with Him and to enjoy Him forever. Friends, this is not just a joy uh, for a moment. This is a joy for eternity. To know Jesus is to know sins forgiven and a joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm recommending Jesus to you today. I'm recommending the water of life. If you've never tasted of the water of life, Jesus will come in. You just got to open up your heart and say, Lord, I need you today. I want to be forgiven. I want the joy of the Lord. I want to be like this sinful woman who had so many husbands. I want to be like this woman of, of Samaria who meets Jesus at the well. And she thinks that she's just coming for some, some physical water. But she receives spiritual water. She received the, the water of life. And friends, the water of life is available to you today. The water of life is, is available for every person who opens up and says, Lord, I want the water of life. I want that water that's going to spring up to be a well of eternal life. Lord, I want the water of, of life, the water that you're offering, Jesus. Would you pour your water, your spirit is, is really what it is. It's God wanting to pour his spirit into your life. And the water of life is to believe in him is to come back to God, is to come back to your roots and to find your creator when you've been far away all these years and to come back to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me, come into my life, fill me with that joy, fill me with fresh hope. Lord, I want to be part of your eternal kingdom. Would you do that today? Would you say, Lord, 
I want to receive you. I want the water of life. I want to be satisfied in my soul. Friend, nothing else will satisfy. People have tried turning to, to drink and drugs and alcohol to try and satisfy. They have ended up in a wreck. They've ended up in a bad place. Only Jesus can give the water of life. It's a water that springs up unto the wellspring of eternal life. Receive it today. Receive the, the, the water of life and, and have a change of heart. Have a change in your life and let that water be poured into your life. I pray in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are offering us water today. You're offering us, Lord, the water of life. And I pray today, Father, for those who don't have it, that they will open up to you today and say, Yes, Lord, I want to receive the water of life. I believe in Jesus Christ. I want to receive you as Lord and Savior. Lord, I want to receive the water of life. Come in, Lord Jesus. Fill me up. Take away all my deadness. Take away all my dissatisfaction with life. Take away all my sin. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Fill me up with the water of life. And let me be satisfied. And let me be filled with the water of life that you're offering me today. Father, I pray that people will receive your water, eternal water today. The water of life. The Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you meet every need. Lord, I just pray that you will meet the needs today of every person listening. And Father, you will satisfy our soul because it is so good to be in the presence of the Lord. Father, I ask you to bless everyone, Father, with your healing touch. Bless everyone, Father, with your presence and the water of life. We ask these things in Jesus' name. God bless you. And thank you for being with us today. May you have a wonderful week. May your heart be turned towards the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. And so I just want to encourage you and thank you.